my name is Hadass and welcome to my podcast, Teen Depression, Everything You Need to Know. So in the last episode, we had an interview with a father of a teenager named Ran. And today, we're going to be talking about what the factors that increase the risk of teen depression, the statistics over the past couple of years, and what parents can do at home to decrease the risk of teen depression. So before we start, I just want to point out that some of these factors and things I'm going to be talking about are things that you, the parents, can do to help your teenager through these tough times and things you can do to help prevent um, teen depression with your child. But some of these things are inevitable. They're they're the way your child chooses to identify. They are just things that you can't change personally as a parent. And just keep that in mind and let's get right to the podcast. So as I said before, the first thing that I'm going to be talking about are factors that increase the risk of teen depression. So the first one is, and this is kind of a tough one, is victim or witness to abuse. Um, it, this is very extreme. Sometimes, you know, parents aren't aware that their child has gone through this for some time before they t- tell them or they figure it out themselves. But when you do find out or if you know about this ahead of time, This will obviously scar them and will probably lead them to be very depressed, for them to be angry, to be ashamed, to be to have low self esteem, to to hide, to be sad all the time and they'll feel like, you know, they aren't themselves. They'll feel like they can't be themselves. And so, um, definitely if they're a victim, it's gonna be even worse. But even if they witness someone going through abuse um, or if they know something about someone that, you know, that person asked them to keep to themselves and not to tell anyone, like a secret. It's the same thing as being a witness. You know something that other people don't, and maybe it's hurting their friend, maybe it's hurting someone they love. And so that can also lead them to be very depressed because they feel like they can't share things that they used to be able to share. So that that's uh, the number one factor. The second one is and this is inevitable, being gay, lesbian, transgender, bisexual, especially in an unaccepting environment, somewhere where um, it isn't normal, quote-unquote, like it's not normal to be this way, and it's not okay, and, you know, the people who they love and who love them don't support them, or if they feel like in an environment it's unsafe for them to tell people that they're attracted to uh, people that... Um, to the people that they are. And so in the world we live in, people aren't always accepting, and that's not okay. But you as parents, you can tell them that you accept it. You can support them. You can show them love. You can tell them, hey, we're here for you, and you know, make sure that they know that they're loved and supported, and maybe that'll lead them to not being so shy and alone and feel like no one in the world understands them. So the next one is alcohol or drug abuse. Uh, this causes them to be even more depressed when they aren't on the substance. Uh, you know, when you're on drugs, you feel very like the world. Is, like you don't feel the bad things in the world, right? And so the second they come off of the drug, like when it wears off, then they might suddenly start feeling very sad or depressed again. They'll them to do it more and more. And we all know that drugs aren't good for you. Um which can lead to serious medical conditions if if this isn't treated. 
and alcohol if you drink um it can lead to alcohol poisoning which can lead to again serious medical issues so it's better to catch this in the beginning and to tell them that they don't need the substance to tell them that you're here for them um and that just if they are depressed and to get them help instead of them going to these bad um influences and bad places in their lives just because they feel like they can't handle the world anymore so the next one is something that families and parents can change is a dysfunctional family having no support at home whatsoever feeling like you know maybe they don't get enough attention um maybe you know they're being abused at home maybe they're witnesses to fights all the time maybe people maybe parents yell at them maybe siblings yell at them maybe they're bullied um that definitely will lead to teen depression um and just like on the dysfunctional family also foster kids or kids in homes this also really increases the risk of teen depression because they don't have anyone fighting for them or at least that's how they feel even though like you know they have people who are fighting for them but they don't feel like they do um so the next one is family members who died by suicide so you know they're more aware of the topic they're more aware of what happens but maybe you know, they lost someone that they really didn't love, like a mother, a father, a brother, a sister who died by suicide. So they're exposed to this topic more. Um, and so that could also definitely lead them to being very depressed and may lead them to commit suicide. So um, this kind of goes with the previous one, but having a family member who is depressed, so they have a role model who isn't great to look up to, um, and you, it's it's very common for kids and teens to pick up behaviors that they see at home or that they see around them, and if they see someone who is depressed and they see how, you know, like, the way that that person deals with how they're feeling, then the teen might take that behavior and implement it into their own lives which of course is a terrible way to deal with things but you know kids pick up behaviors and if they are even experiencing one of the symptoms we talked about earlier um then then this could lead them to being more depressed um another thing is obesity you know the way society judges you or feeling like they're always judging that, you know, sometimes you can change and you can work out and you can eat healthier, but, you know, sometimes you can't. And so when when you when you are a little bit overweight or a lot overweight, and especially in this world where everyone has to be skinny and everyone has to be perfect and everyone has to have a perfect body, well, it's not the real world. That's not the way the world really is. But that's the way society is built right now. That's the way social media is telling us, movies, TV shows. Um, and, you know, they might get bullied for it. And that leads them to feel very alone and depressed and sad and angry at themselves and angry at the universe. And that is teen depression. Um, peer problems. This kind of goes with the symptoms we talked about. But bullying, isolation. Um, maybe they don't have any friends. Maybe... It's hard for them to make friends. Um, maybe, you know, you don't really know how it is with friends. Maybe, you know, you start to notice that they're alone in their room all the time. 
And so that could also lead them to be very depressed if they, if they feel like they had no one to talk to about, you know, the way they're feeling. Um, then, then that could also affect it. And, uh, and, the, and the last one is academic issues, you know, learning disorders or failing in school um, and feeling like you're behind when everyone else is ahead. That's also a very, it's a terrible feeling. And so that's also, it's a very big part of, so these are factors that increase the risk of teen depression. So, you know, if, if your child is going through any of these or is any of these, that increases the risk majorly for teen depression. So the next thing I want to talk about are the statistics to show parents what happens when, um, you know, when teen depression goes untreated or when, you know, parents don't notice the symptoms or the signs of teen depression, why it's so important for parents to really know about this topic. So... Um, the first thing that I want to tell you guys about is the percentage of teen depression um, in teens from the ages of 12 to 17. This research was conducted in 2013 through 2014, um, and it's from the Center for Behavioral Health Statistics and Quality and uh, National Sur- Surveys on Drug Use and Health. So what I'm going to tell you guys is statistics that show that teen depression levels have gone up in the past five years. So what they did pretty much was they looked at all the states and they did a bunch of tests and a bunch of research and they found out that in um, seven or eight states, teen depression is in 14% and up of the of the teenage populations from the ages 12 to 17. There were a lot of states where it was between 11 and 12 percent. There were a couple of states that it was between 10 and 11 percent and like three or four states where it was between 8 and 9 percent. And that pretty much covers up the whole United States. So the minimum amount of teen depression levels in a state is 8 percent. That is 8 percent too high for, you know, for everyone to be safe. And not to mention that, you know, teenage teen depression, if it goes untreated and can end in suicide. And I'm going to tell you a lot about the way that teen depression can end and what it can do to a kid uh, in a bit. First, I want to talk about the statistics. So the next thing I want to talk about is uh, the youth depression with no treatment in the United States in 2017. So they looked, what they did was they looked at the state, they looked at the number of teenagers there about, and the percent of, out of those teenagers of how many, how many kids had it. So I'm going to tell you guys what the top, um, what the top five states were and what the bottom five states were. So the top five are the states with the most, or no, wait, maybe they're the states... No, sorry. So the states that had um, the most um, teen depression in them were, um, just a sec. Okay, Nevada with thirteen thousand um, kids, and seventy-one point six of them had teen depression. 
Forty so, and then the next one was Alabama, with twenty nine thousand teens, and seventy two point five percent of them had teen depression. The District of Columbia had seventy three point one percent, and they have about a thousand teenagers. Virginia has fifty six thousand teenagers, and seventy six point four of them have teen depression. Now, I'm reminding you that none of these have treatment, so there might be more percent with teen depressions, but those were treated. These aren't. And Tennessee, 76.5% out of 34,000 kids have teen depression. And Arkansas, with 16,000 kids, have 77, no, yeah, out of 16,000 teenagers, have 77% of, um, teen, of, like, teen depression. So then the top five, I mean, sorry, the five states that have the least teen depression is New Hampshire with 42.1% and 4,000 kids, Iowa with 42.5% of teen depression and 9,000 kids, Vermont with 44.9% and 2,000 kids, Connecticut with 47.2% and 12,000 teens and kids, and the last one was Alaska with 48.1% and 2,000 kids and so the national like overall there was 1,531,000 teenagers and 64.1 of them have teen depression without treatment in 2017. Think about that. Over a million kids in 2017 had were alive and 64 that's over half of them had teen depression that was not treated because parents don't know the symptoms. That's why I made this podcast, to teach parents about the symptoms, to teach you guys what to look out for, what to what to keep your eye out for, and what causes it. And so that's why in the next segment, you know, we're going to talk more about what you guys can do. Now I want to tell you guys a little bit about um, how teen depression can end, what happens if it really does go untreated. Um, most of, some of these are going to sound extreme. And some of these are going to sound predictable. So the first one is alcohol and drug misuse. And, you know, in every episode I talk a little bit about this. It's always included in there. Um, but it, it's, a, it's an issue because, you know, studies and research shows what that can do to you. Um, so it, it's something very important to keep your eye out for because it can result in this. Uh, academic problems. I mean, if your child is depressed and, you know, and they're taking drugs and they're and they're using alcohol, and, you know, they have no support at home, and, you know, they're experiencing all the symptoms, and their behavior completely changed, and, you know, they're very hormonal, then, you know, they will definitely, the first thing that will happen is that they will start failing in school. That's the number one thing to look out for, and just like my interview with Ran, um, it, it's, it was one of the bigger things to keep your eye out for. Um... So the next one is family, relationship, friendships, conflicts, you know, like starting to not, if they were dating before, to start to not be dating anymore, to start to lose their friends, you know, not talk to family anymore at all. It's normal. It's normal for kids to not want to be with their parents. But, you know, if they start not being with their friends, not being with anyone at all and being alone, that's something to look out for. Um, involvement, Involvement with the juvenile justice system. So, you know, doing something so terrible that, you know, they got the police involved and were sent to, like, juvie, um, and, you know, that can lead to being put in foster care sometimes. 
um, which is, it's terrible, but that's what happens if they're so depressed that they start doing weird things, like living like it's the last day on earth. Um, and then, um, suicide or attempts at suicide, self-harm, um, and anything like that, you know, if they start talking a lot about death and dying, um, so those are things that teen depression that is not treated can cause. So the next thing that I want to talk to you about, so, you know, we've talked a lot about what happens if it does go untreated and if parents don't notice it in their kid. And I want to talk about what you can do as parents if you do notice it in your kids. Because, you know, when your kid is born, no one gives you a like a rule book on what to do, how to act, and how to help them, especially with subjects these tough. So I did, so I did, I did a lot of research. And these are... Um, like the top three things, three or four things that parents can do at home to support their kid, to help them through this tough time. Let's get right to it. So uh, parents can help prevent teenage depression by doing a number of things. One of them is showing um, their teen that they love and care about them continuously. Parents should support their kids and make sure that they know that their parents support and care about them. So it's one thing for you to love your kid and, you know, to love them in your heart and to tell them, uh, and not and like not to tell them, just have like a very strict relationship. But it's another thing if they know that you love and care about them, because you might in your heart love and support them, but if they don't know that you do, they won't come to you with problems, and they won't tell you what's wrong. And if they don't tell you what's wrong, and you know they are depressed, and you do see symptoms and stuff, but you know you don't have a good relationship with them, then 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 what's the point really? So it's um, it's important that they know that you love and care and support them. And it's important that you really do love and care and support them. And if you don't, then you have to find them someone who does, um, like a counselor or a therapist or someone that they can talk to and they trust. Um, so another thing that parents can do is teach their kids about strong social and emotional skills. That sounds confusing, but what I mean by that is if parents show their kids that during a stressful situation that the parents know how to be calm, well, multiple studies show that when parents are calm, their teens see that they can also be calm and take after their parents. Um, so it's kinda, it kind of relates to what I said earlier about kids picking up behaviors easily. If they see that their parents are calm and relaxed and don't freak out and, like, life situations like if they are guilty and they remain calm and don't start to freak out about it then the teen will be like oh I can do that too and so instead of going to like all these alcohol and drugs and bad influences they'll just be like they'll know that they can be calm because the parent can be calm so just really showing your teen what it should be like being a good role model um also another way to help is with emotional coaching which this is not everyone's cup of tea, but practicing being calm and teaching their teen also how to be calm. So meditation, getting involved with meditation and yoga and doing it with your teen. I know that's not what everyone loves to do, and I know that parents usually don't have time to do that, but it's it's something that helps. It's something that helps prevent it because, you know, they're busy on being calm. They're not busy on, you know, being alone and things like that. Um... So the last thing that really parents can do is encourage positive peer relationships. 
That basically means parents should encourage their kids to go out and make some friends so that they feel less lonely. So really, like, telling your kid, even though, you know, they may be like, oh, I'm so tired, I don't want to go. Like, telling them, get up, go meet up with your friends. Get a play date. Go hang out with someone. Even, like, sit upstairs next to us. Do your homework instead of being down, like, alone. Um, so... Those are all things that can really, really help. And so in general, showing love and support, that can really make a huge difference if your child is experiencing teen depressions or its symptoms. So that was it for today. Today you learned about the factors that increase the risk of teen depression, the statistics behind it, what happens if teen depression goes untreated, and what you as parents can do to help prevent teen depression. Um, I wanted to let you guys know, if you have anything you want to say to me or anything that you want me to talk about in my next episode of my podcast, go to anchor.com, find my podcast, and send me a message where pretty much you record yourself asking me a question or um, asking me to talk about something, and I put it in my podcast, and then I talk about it. If you have anything at all, please let me know. I would love to talk about it. So thanks for joining me here today, and I'll see you next time on Teen Depression, Everything You Need to Know.